hello everyone welcome back to so true i'm hannah i'm claire and we are your hosts welcome 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 um this week we are going to be doing a deep dive that i am so excited for (laughs) um some of you may not be familiar with the most amazing show that has ever been produced, ever been created. Forget about Breaking Bad. Forget about Better Call Saul. Forget about your succession. Yeah, forget about all of those because this one is the best one. And if you don't know what we're talking about, it's One Tree Hill. And if you haven't seen it, go watch it. <laughs> the CW <laughs> hit of the 2000s starring Chad Michael Murray. Um, It just... You have not watched TV until you have watched <laughs> One Tree Hill. Now, some of you may not have listened to One Tree or have may not have watched One Tree Hill, but stick around. I still think you'll get a lot out of this episode and maybe you'll be interested in watching it afterwards because the drama is so good. Um there're just so many layers to this show. It, it gets like as a CW show does, they just go way too far. They're going crazy, crazy, crazy. So, um, yeah, it's just, it's the best. We have watched One Tree Hill for years. I remember watching it, I think, like, maybe in high school or maybe when I was, like, in college. And then I think Claire watched it and then we've kind of circled back around and watched it, like, random episodes or kind of rewatched it yeah. quite a few times at this point. The thing about this show is it's, like, Half of me ironically watches it, and then the other half of me unironically watches it. So it's, like, simultaneously my favorite show, but I also know how completely ridiculous it is. Yes. But it is a comfort. It is a guilty pleasure. It really is. I really do believe it is the best show. It's so good. It's so good. It's also so ridiculous. No. I don't know what it is about the CW. Like, they have to take things so far where you're like, this started out, like, pretty believable, and now we have just crossed into the realm of, like, absolute chaotic nonsense. This is the thing, too, about One Tree Hill is, like, the first couple seasons, you know, it starts as your kind of... um, fun wholesome show about basketball and, and following your dreams and, and team uh Small teamwork town. sports and then it just gets crazier and crazier <laughs> just... they start introducing the the most ridiculous plot lines they're and... gonna up the ante yeah yeah um, so, so yeah today we're deep diving about one tree hill we're gonna give you some background about the show um the characters um different things that they did on the show to kind of talk about maybe some different plot lines, um, some behind the scenes facts and drama, um, some almost casting decisions. And then we're going to get into some One Tree Hill fan fiction because <laughs> it's too good. It's too good. Um, I still think if you guys haven't seen this, you should just like pull up the cast members yeah and you yeah, can yeah, kind of yeah. see what we're talking about because i even love listening to deep dives if i have no clue clue yeah. what it's about i'm like okay this is kind of I interesting i agree yeah so all right so claire is gonna start us off um just kind of with some background about yeah. the show and yeah so she's gonna kick us okay, off i'm gonna try to get through this fast i wrote down a lot but i'm just this is just an overall introduction to the show when it aired stuff like that so i will begin Go for all it. right so One Tree Hill is a teen drama series created by Mark Schwann, I think it's pronounced. I thought it premiered on the CW, but fun fact, the CW actually didn't launch until September 2006. Huh. So One Tree Hill first premiered on the WB Television Network, short oh. for Warner Bros., on September 23rd, 2003. And later, the WB Network and the UPN, short for United Paramount Network, were announced to shut down in January 2006, and they did so later that year in September. So as a result of the two former networks shutting down, the CW Network was created as a joint venture. The programs from WB and UPN Network, including One Tree Hill, from then on aired on the CW, which became official on September 18th, 2006. And oh, okay. man, the CW is such an iconic network. Yeah, that's it's, crazy. It's given us our beloved teen dramas. What's even crazier is that uh, One Tree Hill aired in September of 2003. Claire, you were not bored until January of 2004. Yeah, it's 
almost as old as I am. Oh, or no, it's older, it's than, older, I than, it's you older than I am. Yeah. I know my age. That is so weird. Yeah. So CW has given us great, great shows like Supernatural, Gilmore Girls, Gossip Girl, and The Vampire Diaries, to name a few. Um, it's not nearly as good nowadays, though. I don't even know what shows play on the CW no anymore. Clue. But um, Yeah, I don't even know what's on the CW yeah. anymore. Anyways, circling back to One Tree Hill, like I said, the first episode premiered on September 23rd, 2003, and the first season aired from then until May 11th, 2004, and included 22 absolutely riveting episodes. Just, they, they knocked that <laughs> they out of the park. They really did. They... They took that season and they slayed it. Yes. And fun fact, um, One Tree Hill was originally imagined to be a movie by the creator called Ravens. No! (laughs) I know. Ravens. Not Ravens. Named after the school's basketball team, uh, the The One One Tree Tree Hill Hill Ravens. Ravens. Yes. And, but then the creator, I guess, was convinced by other executives that they're like, no, you should do a TV show. TV shows are hot right now. We got the OC, which was also a super popular early 2000s show and stuff like that. Um, I also saw somewhere that, um, when I was doing my little research for this show, for this episode, that, um, the creators were like a little bit worried about the show becoming too sports centric. Mm. So, um... They actually, the name of the show One Tree Hill was conceptualized from a U2 song called One Tree Hill. Oh, yes. I read that. And that every episode of the series is named, is like named after another like. Song title? Song title. Yeah. Yeah. I I read that too. I thought that was interesting. That's really cool. Um, Okay. So the show overall ran for nine seasons with its final episode airing on April 4th, 2012. Oh my gosh. With the show having a nine year long runtime, there was of course a few cast members who left the show and new members who were introduced. But I'm going to focus on season one's cast, which is pretty much the most known cast of the series. Yeah. So our main characters and cast members are as follows. Chad Michael Murray. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> our king. Our 2000s king. You know him from Freaky Friday. You know him from Gilmore Girls. You know him from the Cinderella story. <laughs> you know him from his squinty-eyed look. <laughs> of that smug. That s- smolder. Oh, smolder. It's just always so broody, Chad Michael Murray. What's going on in that brain? Yeah. <laughs> uh, what a... What a early 2000s dreamboat in my really was anyway so he plays the 16 year old lucas scott who has a passion for basketball and a hatred for his father who abandoned him dan scott <laughs> Boo! Oh! <laughs> we hate him just look him up you see those yeah bangs he's like and... really this is so mean he's like an actual person but he's really just hideous <laughs> i'm sure he's a fantastic man in real life but at the he did a good job of playing the worst, the character. worst character ever. You, you hate just can't him so bad. He's so annoying. Um. Anyway, that brings us on to James Lafferty, who plays Lucas's Scott's rival and half brother Nathan Scott. We love him. We love him. We are. You'll see why. Feral. We you'll, are feral for you'll Nathan see Scott. why we love Nathan Scott. <laughs> um, and he is the favored son of said Dan Scott. So Dan Scott abandoned Lucas and favored <laughs> Nathan <laughs> to not attend bad. Like, just talking about that, like, it's so terrible. Like, yeah, he just, like, abandoned his son and, like, likes his other son more. <laughs> Favoritism. Anyway. So if you haven't guessed it, Dan Scott, who is played by Paul Johansson, is the main villain of the story. He's obsessed with high school basketball. <laughs> I wrote this and I was cackling researching this because I could not take myself seriously. Tag, tag the guy in tag the guy in your in your town that's still obsessed with his high school sport. <laughs> yeah, who peaked in high school. Yeah, literally. We all know one, okay? Okay, so he often pits his two sons against each other, not just in their ordinary lives, but especially on the court. Do you think Dan Scott dabbled in like dog fighting? Like I Oh maybe. Like I just feel like that's like the energy he's maybe. giving. Like I'm pitting my sons against each other. And I'm also pitting, like, dogs My two chihuahuas. Yeah, exactly. My two chihuahuas. (laughs) That's terrible. All right. So next we have Lucas's mother, Karen Rowe, played by Moira Kelly, who owns a cafe called Karen's Cafe. 
Yep, pretty obvious. Uh, the cafe serves as one of the show's main settings for quite a while. Karen has raised Lucas without Dan for his entire life, but she hasn't been without help. Keith Scott, played by Craig Schaefer, is Dan's kind older brother, and he's the one who mainly helps Karen raise Lucas. And subsequently, Lucas has a close relationship with his uncle Keith and sees him as more of a father than our boy Dan, obviously. All right, now we are on to the girls. Known as the dorky Tudor girl, but more importantly, Lucas's best friend, is Haley James, played by Bethany Joy Lenz. She works at Karen's Cafe as a waitress, and like I mentioned, is kind of the cliche, clumsy, nerdy girl. Yeah. Um, next on our main cast... She's dubbed, like, Tudor, Tudor yeah, girl. Yeah, Tudor entire, girl. That's like, literally, like, the nickname they give her like is her Tudor entire girl. Sh- the yeah. entire show, basically. And, yeah, best friends with Lucas, great. Next on our main cast is Hilary Burton, who plays Peyton Sawyer. The blonde-haired tortured artist and main love interest of Lucas Scott. Her best friend is Brooke Davis, played by Sophia Bush, and is known for the few- first few seasons as another cliche, kind of popular, hot, rich girl character. Both Payne and Brooke are cheerleaders for the One Tree Hill Ravens. Brooke had the best character arc she does. of the entire show. Her and Nathan, we gotta get into that yes, more. Yes, we yeah. do. So, yes. And then finally, the last main cast member of season one is Coach uh whitey durham played by barry corbin <laughs> he's kind of the one who scouts lucas and that's how he yeah, talks like, ah, lucas, get on the court lucas big, big, big. <laughs> you gotta put the ball in the hoop <laughs> we gotta win the state championship lucas basketball's about more than athleticism it's about using your heart <laughs> <laughs> he literally talks like that. I'm like, what accent is that? Um, but yes, he is the one who scouts Lucas to play on the school's basketball team, despite it angering um, Dan and Nathan. This idea of Lucas playing on the same team as Nathan is what causes the epic basketball duel between the two brothers at the end of the pilot episode. Yes. Um, Which ultimately lands Lucas on, on the, the team the because he, team. Wins. he yes. wins. Yes. Our dog wins. <laughs> Or Luke dog Luke wins. dog wins. That's one thing. I don't know how that came around, but we've added, started adding dog at the end of the characters' names that we yes. like. Yes, dog is like the ultimate sign of like respect, respect um, love. And, and love. Yes, yeah. So if you get a dog ended onto your name, that is the ultimate honor. That's the ultimate sign. That of is like that is you... higher than uh lieutenant commander chief <laughs> that's exactly yeah. it. like we you are in with us yes. like if you are a dog you're yeah. in like you're yes. a dog so uh <laughs> lastly about whitey he kind of serves as serves as a wise mentor and maybe at times a father figure to both lucas and nathan throughout different points of the show he's also the character that serves as the counselor to others like there were moments where even the adult characters would just randomly show up in his office yeah. to get advice from him coach let me know what to do like come on coach like even uncle like lucas's uncle keith would just like randomly like show up and like yeah. they drink together in his yeah. office in the show you're like i don't think this is realistic i mean doesn't like he have a class to teach I'm like but... i'm pretty sure you can't be drinking yeah on, on and the, high the, school fact campus. That, <laughs> the fact that they're drinking as well yeah you're like okay but yeah anyway so he is the Albus Dumbledore, um, basically. He honestly is. <laughs> and then we have some recurring characters throughout the show, but they're obviously not in every single episode. So we got Skills, played by Antoine Taylor, and he is Lucas's best friend. Antoine Taylor is his real name on the show, but that is that his real name in real life? Oh, I'm sorry. Um, my mistake. It's Antoine Tanner, not Taylor. Oh. So his name is Skills Taylor in the show, but the actor who plays him is antoine tanner oh. very very close okay. they just basically gotcha. changed his last name okay but All his right. name is still antoine on the show as yes well. okay yeah but they call him skills but they call for him the most skills part. okay so yeah. he is lucas's best friend and another basketball player we first see at the show's iconic setting the river court yeah the river court is also like is where Lucas kind of played basketball and it's where he it's and Nathan like, dueled. I think like the sand lot. It's like their neighborhood like court. Court. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's like what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so skills is the comic relief at times, but also the voice of reason to our characters. He goes to one tree hall. Twin Tree Hill High School and eventually joins the Ravens basketball team when he becomes a series regular in season four, I believe. Yes. Okay. And then next we got Marvin McFadden, McFadden, but nicknamed, mouth and he is played by lee norris and is another friend of lucas but ends up becoming friends with all of the characters kind of like skills 
Um, he also becomes a series regular in the following seasons as well. His character's gimmick is the nice but unpopular and geeky character. Yeah, and he's also, he, like, loves, like, sports broadcasting. So, yeah. like, all throughout high school and, like, all throughout them, like, playing in the first couple seasons, he's, like... He's on the sidelines. He's on the sidelines, like, commentating, broadcasting yeah. for, like, mm-hmm. the school and stuff. Yes. Yeah. And then we got Nathan's mother, Deb, played by Barbara <laughs> Allen Woods. She's pretty normal and nice at first, but then that whole gets crazy. Dude, she gets, she gets so, so crazy. crazy. Like, I don't know. She, like, becomes, like, a drug addict. Like, <laughs> like we laugh at that. We laugh at drugs. <laughs> she, like, um, she ends up dating, actually, sorry, spoilers, spoilers. She ends up, like, dating skills, skills which is, like, Nathan's friend. So, like, literally her son's friend when he's out of high school, but still, like, so weird. It's so odd. Yeah. Um, so strange. And then lastly, the show is set in North Carolina, and it was filmed in Wilmington, North Carolina. Yes. And then I'm just going to quickly go into some fun facts, if you're down with that. Perfect. All right. So fun fact, Chad Michael Murray, who plays Lucas Scott, was initially going to play um, a character named Ryan in The O.C., which was, like we mentioned, another early 2000s drama soap opera. Um, However, he chose to play Lucas Scott instead. Um, and he was originally thought by producers to better fit the role of Nathan, but Chad Michael Murray wanted to play Lucas because he related to the character more. Um, I guess he'd also had a parent leave him when he was young. So he was like, I kind of understand like Lucas. A single mom. Or maybe even a dad, because I've heard it was maybe his mom who might have left him. Oh. But I just don't know. I don't want gotcha. to say I know. <laughs> I think what I read was that it, he was raised by his mom, but I could oh, be wrong okay. as well. So. Bethany Joy Lenz, who plays Haley, is actually blonde in real life. They wanted to differentiate her from Peyton, who has blonde curly hair. So they had Bethany dye her hair dark. I did see that. Yeah. 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 Um, and then Brooke was originally going to be named uh, Tara. But Sophia oh. Bush, who plays Brooke Davis, didn't feel this was right at all and suggested the name Brooke after her real life best friend, who Very she thought was like okay. super... Uh, fabulous and everything which is kind of cute okay that's really cute yeah i also read somewhere that sophia bush who plays brooke that she also directed quite a few of the episodes yeah i read that too which is really cool yeah that is really cool um sorry keep interrupting you another fun fact is chad michael murray isn't great at basketball they often had (laughs) what (laughs) he isn't he isn't the this team MVP? He is a basketball prodigy? <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh my gosh. My world is crashing Honestly, down right same. Now. <laughs> Everything I've ever thought <laughs> to, be, to be, true. be true is is like now just in shambles around mm-hmm. me. Um, but it's funny because they often had to reshoot scenes until he was able to Please. make the shot. Same. <laughs> <laughs> that's literally me. I know. Would- same. I would rack up like the the film bill or whatever they used back then for their cameras. <laughs> they like, would honestly recast me if that like they'd yeah. be like we can't spend the time. They'd be like waiting for you to be good, dude. They'd be like you do not have an ounce of like athleticism in you. This isn't gonna work. What's <laughs> funny is James Lafferty, who plays Nathan, was very good at. He's basketball. really good at basketball. That's like what he yeah. had going for him to get yeah. the role. Yeah, he played it in high school. I yes. think. Yeah. yeah. So that's funny that. Oh, and they also hired a coach for Chad Michael Murray to improve. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. And then um, a few more things. Sophia Bush um, auditioned three times to get the role of Brooke. The first two auditions resulted in her being told she was either too sexy or not sexy enough. What? Isn't that so stupid? That's so stupid. Like, what the hell? I mean, I get you have to, it's like you're looking for a certain thing for a character. So, like, casting directors and stuff, like, they have to be, like, very specific if, like, this Mm -hmm. is what we're looking for. So, they do have to come off as, like, pretty harsh like that. But it's just, like, the contradicting advice. The contradicting advice. And you're, like... (laughs) Or the, com- I guess, the common. Yeah, you're like, what do you mean? And also, I don't know. It Gosh. just comes off very, like, misogynistic. Um, like, yeah, it's misogynistic and also vain. Because I'm like, if someone can act really well, like, why should their looks matter? Yeah, much? and I guess for that character, she's supposed to be, like, super hot. Like, cheer captain that of the cheer true. team, like, that sort of thing. But it is so funny because I feel like... Like, that's the feedback? Honestly, I feel like she was, like, so perfect for that role. Like, Like, she's stunning. stunning, And she could be, like, really sexy and but then like also really sweet and like have a ton of For depth real. too yeah yeah that's um, so interesting and then james lafferty had to ad- 
auditioned six times to get the role of Nathan Scott. Yes, and he was only 17, 17 yeah. at the time he auditioned. He's the only, like, actually teenaged person yeah. on the show. So which weird. Funny. Yeah. Okay, and then that's that wraps up the fun facts for me. Sorry if I stole a couple oh, of yours. Oh, you're fine. It's fine. Fun facts and, like, trivia about the show kind of ran together sometimes. So. Yeah, no, it's totally good. And then I'm going to go on to musical guests, and then it'll be yes, your perfect. turn. So they had a lot of, like, iconic early 2000s uh, musicians on their show, which yeah. I thought was so cool. It was really cool, actually. Gavin DeGraw appeared in the show four times. He sings the show's theme song, I Don't Want to Be. I um, don't want to be anything other than what I've been trying to be lately. I listened to that and I immediately pictured Chad Michael Murray dribbling his basketball in his gray hoodie. And they do like the fade in and fade yeah. out it's like, with like the characters. Oh, it's so, it's just so 2000s. It's, I love it. Really it really is a time capsule of the early 2000s. It so is. And like the nostalgia you get from watching this show is probably why we enjoy oh. it so much. Like that is a big part of why it's so good. I'm like I miss it. I miss it. Oh, uh, that yeah no I, so good i speak about it as if i like was around really for that time <laughs> like but, i wasn't but, but i can feel the nostalgia still okay yes, i can for sure so yeah he performs in karen's cafe a lot of people perform performed in the early seasons at her cafe because that was like they're the show's little venue area they'd have like little open mic nights yes, at the cafe. exactly yeah so so great and then they'd have like actually <laughs> super like popular people like who are, super famous who are supposed to be these underground artists yeah yeah <laughs> and then next we have cheryl crow she appears in episode 16 of season one. Oh yeah she, she sings her song the first cut is the deepest it's a for, great song actually it is for Haley and nathan once again in karen's cafe amazing and then we have jimmy eat world they perform <sighs> at the club trick which is owned by karen and it she i think she buys the club or builds it like in season two it comes up in the show yeah. a little bit later yeah it comes out later yeah. yeah um basically this club was just written in the show to be able to feature artists like that was the purpose yeah um and then jimmy eat world appears in season two episode 23 and then, this is probably the most famous guest they've had on, they had Fallout a Boy appear yeah. in episode 19 of season three. And one of the members, Pete Wentz, the bassist for Fallout Boy, even had a storyline in season three mm-hmm. for, I think, three episodes. Yeah, he and um, Peyton. Yeah, like he's like a little. Going out. He has like a little fling with Peyton. And yeah. that's kind of the end of that. It's so funny because, <laughs> like, so Pete funny. Wentz was kind of like another heartthrob early yeah. 2000s. Like, everybody's like, oh my gosh, Pete, Pete Wentz. Wentz yeah. He's so hot. and then our last two were uh i know there's so much more but i'm just gonna say like a few um honorable mentions so we have jack's mannequin who performs also at the club in season three i love jack and then we have lupe fiasco i love them um and they performed at trick in season four and then um yeah that's about it for the musical guests that they had on the show sweet yeah, music was actually, like, kind of a huge theme of the show, I feel yeah. like, which is kind of interesting, is, like, music and basketball. They actually had such good music they on really that did. show. Really, they really, really did. They had, like, Ray LaMontagne, they had uh, Damien Dorado, they had uh, Bon Iver, like... Yeah. Yeah. They had really, some really good music on that show, yeah. for sure. All right, so I'm going to get into some behind the scenes of the show. Some of it's, like drama some of it's just kind of facts anyway uh so i got my my information um from looper.com from an article called the untold truth of wintry hill and then i also got um my some of my stuff from eonline.com so all right so my first behind the scenes is sophia bush who plays brooke davis dated three of her co-stars first she dated chad michael murray like in the beginning of the show and they ended up getting married a year into the show but divor- divorced five months later which is kind of crazy because then they continued to act on the show yeah, and like date so... on the show i don't know how you that. would do that I it guess... said they were pretty amicable but you never know um yeah i mean yeah, you would just have to be very professional and for sure yeah after that in 2008 she dated james lafferty who played nathan for a minute oh wow it wasn't like super public their relationship but they did date 
And then finally, she dated Austin Nichols, who plays Julian on the show and was oh, her final love interest on the show as well. Yeah, so they dated in real life They had as well. good chemistry on the show. Yeah, he reminds me of, like, Michael Buble for some reason. And I, <laughs> like, I can't get it out of my head when I watch him. But honestly, like, some people, I feel like she probably got ragged on so much in the early 2000s oh, for dating, you, like, bet. her co-stars. But I'm like, who else are you supposed to date? Like, that's, that's your entire life. Like, that's, that's how- who you're around. And all, all the guys on there are, like, really hot. Yeah. And you're really hot. Like, if you're Sophie, if you're as hot as Sophia Bush, you can go do whatever you want. And the thing is, that's how <laughs> you meet people. And they said they basically all lived in Wilmington, North yeah. Carolina. Yeah. And so it's like... Who else are you supposed yeah, to date? Exactly. And you That's get to know home. somebody really well. And you're like, okay, cool. I like you. Whatever. Yeah. And of course, like, they wouldn't, like, say anything about the guys. Like, because it was always on the girl, it felt exactly. like. For them to be like, oh, she's such a slut. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> honestly, all the power to her. And, like, anybody, I feel like, in her position would do the same thing. And multiple people in Hollywood have done the same thing. So, anyway. Exactly. I just wanted to, like, like throw that caveat in there not that i was like trying to like be like oh my gosh look at sophia bush but it's just interesting that she did yeah date three it's of just her a co-stars. fun fact yeah yeah okay next um hillary burton who played peyton on the show for six years later came out stating that the show creator mark schwan was very inappropriate on set towards her and the other females um he saw peyton as his muse and began to sexualize her character she also said that he would be verbally abusive to the women on set and multiple times would attempt to kiss her without consent. Oh Hillary Burton, Sophia Bush, and Bethany Joy Lenz, who were Peyton, Brooke, and Haley on the show, also started a podcast called Drama Queens, where Hillary Burton talked about how Schwann would pit the female actresses against each other and created like a really toxic environment for them. Yeah, it was like he wanted them to constantly be in competition with each other and so he yeah. would talk say things that weren't true yeah. behind the other's backs. Yeah. yeah. This is so terrible, like number one, and so sad that this like continues to happen in Hollywood. Yeah. And it's like from people we were talking about before we started recording, like it's like usually from people who are like claimed to be like in support of like women or you know, or like claim to be so like righteous and on like the the good side and then like they are on like they are they're the ones who are causing manipulative and toxic and perverted and gross and like being disgusting Mm -hmm. towards like people on set and like no it's the the people people, they work with it's the people who these showrunners who are in a position of power like you see it with nickelodeon you see it with disney channel and you just feel so bad because it's like, what do I do? I don't want to lose my job, but also this guy is being yeah, so it's his wildly... word against mine mm-hmm. or her. I know that can happen as well. Um, yeah. anybody in a position of power it can use that. Especially but... feels like though in the early two thousands, like Hollywood was a lot rougher on women than men. Like I feel like they had a harder time like trying to speak out and stand up for themselves yeah, because I agree. they would get written off as hard to work with or yeah you know bitches yeah um not to say that hollywood obviously wasn't horrible towards men yeah totally but you hear more about women yeah Yeah. um but this also like with him like have seeing peyton as his muse and like sexualizing her her character this also makes so much sense if you watched the show spoiler alert Peyton was has like a plot line where she's stalked by her half brother in the show and he was like absolutely obsessed with her. Oh do you yes. remember that? Psycho Derek. Yes. And she was also not in a creepy way, but she was also like Lucas's muse. Like he ends up writing like books basically yeah. centered around her and like their relationship. And a lot of the show is like how every man just like becomes obsessed with Peyton. You know, mm-hmm. like she's kind of like everybody falls in love with Peyton, blah blah blah. Like it that after reading that i was like that makes actually so makes sense. so much sense that the show's creator was kind of like obsessed with her character yeah it's so gross yeah disgusting okay next bethany joy lens who plays Haley on the show and is in a relationship with nathan scott the entire show originally had a crush on craig schaefer who played nathan and lucas's uncle keith on the show like she had a crush on like the actor (laughs) and then i also saw somewhere that she dated paul johansson who played lucas's and nathan's dad on the show i'm like i really i really hate this like this i'm like (laughs) bethany why it's just because we can't see him other 
than Dan Scott. Yeah, I'm and sure like he, in the show, again, she plays like a teenager. Yeah, and I'm like, that's this, why this it's is weird. weird. But also, I'm like, I don't know how you could have a crush on Uncle Keith and Dan Scott when you have the ultimate specimen, Nathan exactly. Scott, that you make out with like every single episode. I mean, granted, Excuse? granted, she was like a couple years older than him, so I can understand her being like, oh, he's kind of like, like a, a little boy. He's a little boy to me. Yeah, he wasn't a little boy to me. Um, oh, I literally would have been in love. Like, if I were in her shoes and, like, I had to, like, be in a relationship with this guy, like, throughout the entire course of the show, kiss him, I'd be, like, literally obsessed with him. I'd be the, in love. I would be in love. He's so sexy. And he continued to get more and more attractive when throughout the show. he had a buzz cut? Buzz cut Nathan is what my was that, sexuality. Like season three? Was that season three? That was that he season a- three. Oh. And that's when, that's when him and Haley are like broken up and she's like trying to win him back. And mm. he's like, nah, nah, girl, I, I've got a buzz cut. I got a buzz cut. I'm like doing so good in my basketball <laughs> career. Like, don't even step near me. Don't even step near me, girlfriend. Okay, next. The show is based in Tree Hill, North Carolina, which is a fictional town. They actually shot it in Wilmington, like Claire said. But more specifically, the basketball scenes in the gym was where Michael Jordan played in high school. Oh, yeah. Did you see that? The gym is um, is in Emsley, Emsley A. Laney High School in Wilmington. And Michael Jordan went to high school there and played in the exact same gym that they filmed a lot of like the high school basketball game scenes in. And that's why um, Nathan Scott wears the number 23 on their jersey. Really? I think it was an ode to Michael, Michael Jordan. Jordan okay. I guess his number was 23. I don't know anything about sports. That's really but cool. I'm pretty sure I read that. Okay. That's pretty cool. Jana Kramer, who's a country singer, um, she came on later in the show for the last three seasons to play a character called Alex. Um, she was told by another cast member that she couldn't be friends with James Lafferty or that cast member would make her life hell. And that this one cast member made it hell for everyone else. She revealed this on her podcast, Wind Down, but she wouldn't name who the cast member was. Right. That was like being crazy oh my so goodness. i'm like i'm like so wondering who this cast member is like mm. which cast member like which cast member was the one that was like so possessive and like so weird about like the friendship lines between everybody i don't know i don't know anyways i thought that was interesting and then this one you're gonna freaking die dude so and antoine tanner who played antoine taylor who who was skills on the show was arrested and went to prison for three months in 2010 when he was caught in a scam selling stolen security, social security numbers across state lines, he pled guilty. He was like, "I did it." Aww. Yeah, isn't that, that nuts? Makes me feel bad. I was like, Antoine, skills, come on. D- are you not getting paid royalties? Are the royalties not enough from One Tree Hill? <laughs> anyway, that made me feel really sad. I'm like, I wonder what like s- what situation he got himself into that yeah. he felt like he needed to do that. Or what? Fame's just hard, anyway, man. That's more and more. That's so. That's the conclusion I come to. Not making excuses for that behavior, but yeah, that's so interesting. Yeah. I was like, whoa, what the heck? Obviously, I'm not saying, oh, poor thing. He stole security. <laughs> the people get social- their like social security numbers stolen. And they're like, uh, excuse me, they're what like, about dude, me? I dude, I can't go anywhere. <laughs> like I literally like, I literally had my identity <laughs> stolen. Like, but it's skills. <laughs> but it's skills. He helped coach the basketball team with Lucas. <laughs> Give him some slack cut him some slack guys oh my gosh yeah okay next um into almost casting decisions so claire kind of touched on this one chad michael murray was almost they wanted to cast him as nathan so the casting team originally wanted chad michael murray cast as nathan because he had played bad boy characters in gilmore girls and dawson's creek (laughs) but chad michael murray liked and felt more connected to lucas's character and asked to be lucas instead and he was the first person cast in the series yeah because i feel like he had the most he had he had done the most like work in his career he was was, probably the most famous at that point they probably were like yes we got chad on our show yeah literally he probably could have asked to play like dan scott at that point yeah (laughs) but honestly i was thinking it was like listen Chad Michael Murray couldn't have been as, like, squinty broody as Nathan. Like, <laughs> like I just truly feel like uh-uh. Lucas, like, he embodied Lucas oh, all the sure. way. Um, and I also wonder, I was like, would I have been a Nathan girl if Chad Michael Murray had played Nathan? Because I'm, like, totally team Nathan. I'm team Nathan because, like we said, his character arc is so good. Fabulous. Yeah. We were talking to one of your friends about this. And they're like, so are you, like, are you team Lucas or team Nathan? And I was like, team Nathan. And they were like, what? what? They're like, how? How? How can you be team Nathan? I'm yeah. like, I'm like, I've just never been attracted yeah. to blondes. These like, two friends of mine are, are like, 
really big Chad Michael Murray yeah. like girls. Yeah. And for me, I'm just like dark haired, uh, buzz cut Nathan season three. That is my type. Yeah. No, I was, Goodbye. I've always been a Nathan girl, um, as well. And I'm like, if, I don't know if I would have been if Chad Michael Murray played Nathan. Yeah. And that's not, I, Chad Michael Murray is a very attractive human. Oh, for sure. Like, and again, in any other show, I'm like, oh my gosh, Chad Michael Murray. But like. He's blonde. But like, as Nathan, <laughs> I don't think I would have been a Nathan girl if maybe he was Nathan. Yeah. I don't know. Okay, next. Uh, Bethany Joy Lenz, um, as Haley. So originally the character Haley didn't exist. So oh, when they really? wrote the show, Haley didn't exist. The character was named Reagan, and they had casted her by an actor with an actress named uh, Samantha Shelton. But once the writers decided that Reagan, who would be changed to Haley, and Nathan would be a couple, they'd have a romantic relationship. The directors and casting team didn't think that um, James Lafferty, who plays Nathan, and Samantha Shelton had any chemistry, so they recasted Samantha oh, Shelton with Bethany Joy Lenz and changed the character Reagan to Haley. Interesting. Um, they also had to reshoot a few scenes that originally had Reagan in them and reshoot them with Bethany Joy Lenz as Haley. Um, and then also Bethany Joy Lenz auditioned both for both Haley and Brooke, but liked the character Haley more. She felt like she could play that character yeah. better. I, yeah. I, back, she, I don't think she could have been Brooke. I can't imagine that. Yeah. Anyway, so that was kind of interesting, but I also felt bad. I was like, man, that sucks for that Samantha Shelton girl. She's just like, great. I got booted. Why don't you? Yeah. It's interesting that they, which I'm glad they kept Nate dog in there. Or they kept James Lafferty, <laughs> but like, it's interesting. You're like, okay, did they think about recasting James Lafferty as like, did they think about recasting Nathan or did they, were they just like, no, we got to, we're scooting Samantha yeah, Shelton out. It's I kind of interesting. That, I know that he really did have to fight for Nathan because they, I don't yeah, know, they called him like the dark horse of the show, where he just had to kept kept re auditioning, auditioning, yeah. auditioning. Also, this is completely unrelated, but I know that like um, Paul Wesley, who plays Stefan Salvatore, kind of had a similar like he just had to keep auditioning and finally convinced them oh, to let him play in Stephen. the Vampire Diaries. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's yeah, interesting. Anyways, yeah, okay, so that's all like the casting decisions and behind the scenes that I have. Um, are you ready to hear two of the best imagines, the best fan fictions you've yes, ever heard? But I'm wondering, do you want to read them and then we can go into favorite characters or because we're on the topic right now, if we should kind of state who our favorites and least. Okay, we can do are. that. We can end with fan fiction. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do that. Okay. My, well, I mean, obviously my favorite characters are Nathan and I really like Brooke as well, but I think that's kind of obvious fan favorites. Yeah. Um, honestly, you like basically everybody that you're mm -hmm. supposed to like. Like, you do like Lucas. You love Peyton. Um, but, like, Brooke and Nathan just have the best character arcs. Mm -hmm. Like, they are, like, ride or die loyal hoes. I just love them yeah. to death. They're both hot as hell. They both kind of started as the antagonists. And then they yes. ended up, like, just being the best characters, best morals. Yeah. Like um so like nathan starts out as like kind of the bad boy like you're like he's kind of a spoiled um spoiled popular rich kid like he's kind of lucas picks on lucas he's kind of got some anger issues like you don't like him like really but then you un because they start to like delve into why he is the way he is um and it's like it's because honest, of his dad it's yeah. honestly and you're like, oh, poor Lucas, he was abandoned. But then you realize, you're like, well, if Lucas had been raised by Dan, would he have ended up sim turned out like Nathan? Because yeah. it's because Lucas was raised by his mom that he, like, turned out nice boy. Yeah, and it's Nathan true. And Nathan is bad boy. It's true. Because then, like, Nathan, like, as the show goes on, Nathan becomes, like, the sweetest, like... He's such a good, good guy. And he becomes like, emancipated. Yeah. <laughs> he, he hates his parents. He hates his parents. Anyway, he's just like... We love What him. can we say? He's Nate Dog. you he's know? He's Nate Dog. He's Nate Dog. We love him. He's... And he's just so sexy. Yes. And then, yeah, Brooke <laughs> has a great character arc, too. She, like, starts out as, like, kind of, like, slutty hot cheerleader. Um, kind of, like, mean girl a little Stirs bit. Stirs the pot. Stirs the pot. But then, like, you kind of get delved into her character, too. Like, she... Her parents, like, basically don't pay, like, any attention to her. Like, don't really love her. Like, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, But you... Yeah, you kind of start to understand her more. And she grows on you. And she grows up. And, like... Anyway, she's, like, super, like, great friend. And, and hot she's, and cool. And, like, yeah. And she's in it, like... 
the entirety of this show because yeah. Lucas and Peyton end up leaving the show after season six, mm-hmm. but Brooke stays. So yes. it's kind of interesting that she kind of carries it. Yeah. So she's probably like, those two are probably my favorite characters of the entire show. But like, I really love, you know, kind of some of these like little side characters that they bring in. Um, and uh, Skills is such a good character. He's so fun. Um, <laughs> so cool. Loved Jake Jagelski. Oh, Jake was Jake cool. Jake was so cool. Honestly, like he um he and Peyton have a romance for a while and I was like I actually loved them together. I liked them together. They were too. like one of my one of my relationship ships. I was like if she hadn't like obviously you know she's supposed to like be with Lucas, like that's kind of the whole theme of the show like mm-hmm. But, like, you really want, like, at one point, I'm like, I really want her to be with Jake. Like, I really yeah. want her to be with Jake. I know a lot of people um, were like, oh, it should have been Brooke and Lucas and Peyton and Jake. Yeah. And uh, as much as I I actually didn't mind Brooke and Lucas, I was always. It just wasn't it. I was always gunning for Peyton and Lucas. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah I agree. I agree, too. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, those are my favorite characters, too. But I, I love Peyton. Like, because yeah. she starts out, again, as such a bitch. And you're like, what is your problem? You're so angsty. Yeah. And then she, like, becomes super chill. And I love her. And she and Brooke, friendship goals. Yeah. Is all I can say. For sure. For sure. Yeah. I so, think yeah. kind of, like, about covers, like... What about least favorites? Oh, least favorites. Ugh. I mean, obviously, Dan Scott. Like, you hate him. He's, like, just, like, a pudgy, stupid, Plato evil man. I just, <laughs> like, I just hate him. Like, too, he acts so arrogant and, like, egotistical. Which, again, he's supposed to. Like, but, no hate on the actor, just the character. Yeah. But the thing is, is, like, what are you doing with your life? Because you're just showing up at the school and you show up at your <laughs> brother's, like, automotive uh, garage and you just literally <laughs> make fun of everyone. It's like, how much time do you got on your hands, homie? That's literally all he does. That's literally all he does and he just wears a big, like, baggy suit as if he's, like, this... He's, like, look, like a mafia boss. Like, as if he's, he's trying like, to be, like, a mob boss. As if he's this like media mogul guy, and but I'm like, dude, you act like you're so important, but you, what you're so obsessed with your son's basketball team, like what? Yeah, like it's move on, homie. No, it's so funny because he's like supposed to like run like a super successful car dealership, and he's never (laughs) there. Never there. He's always just like running around, (laughs) running around town, being a menace. Like he's just roasting people left and right. He's like goes to like Karen. He's like, I left you, and she's like, great. Yeah, yeah. Literally, that's not a diss on me, homie. That's a diss on you. Yeah, he he would act like so proud of the fact that he was. Uh, he literally abandoned, abandoned his kid his baby mama and he's and like his ha, child. Ha. he's like haha like i got you pregnant and then i dipped <laughs> and then like, karen's like uh what and his biggest <laughs> diss on like lucas he's like i never loved you and then you're like what <laughs> you're like, like okay. he's like okay cool i never loved you either I hate like when they tried to like redeem dan later in the show and they're like oh dan is like actually, dan actually cares and, and you're like, like no he doesn't no he doesn't he just he just cares about what it'll do for him. Yeah, exactly. I love that we get so we serious get so about fired up, <laughs> so fired up. Literally a teen um, series. Another least favorite character. Actually, Kate, okay, he bounced back and forth because he could be so hilarious, but like he also was the worst. Chris Keller. Oh, was, I loved Chris. He Keller. like came in and kind of stirred the pot between Nathan and Haley. He was like a musician that came into town. He's like very sarcastic. But, like, he was, like, the worst, but then also the best. Like, he would, he had, like, some of the greatest lines. He kind of was a real one. Like, he honestly was. Like, the, he he was terrible, but, like, he kept it real. And the thing is, a lot of people hate him because he kind of, like, was the catalyst for Nathan and Haley breaking up in season two. But I'm also, like, Haley didn't have to flirt back with him. Haley didn't have to fall for yeah. Chris Keller. I'm not saying the blame's all on her, but, again, my boy was just doing his rock star thing literally <laughs> literally um oh and then i i have to say this i'm sorry but mouth was just like really irritating to me sometimes oh the nerdy I, honestly the mouth, nerdy commentator i liked mouth at first and then we get in, you get into like season four or like season three and four or something like that he gets so annoying and he they like also, shut up they also just gave him way too much screen time yeah he wasn't that interesting his storyline wasn't that interesting and then you're just like, I just want to see Lucas and Peyton and Brooke and Nathan and Haley. Like, that's yeah. all I care about. Yeah. 
Uh-huh. And then they like freaking mouth is just always always talking, which like is very appropriate because his name's mouth, and he just has like an annoying voice too. Yeah. He's like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> he's, talking he's like Nathan. He's like no one wants to be with me, the nice guy, and you're nobody just like, likes nice guys. And you're just like shut up. Anybody who says nobody likes nice guys or has red that flag. energy, that red is flag. that is number one red flag. <laughs> you're like you're actually the worst. Like. You're not, like, a nice guy. Like, you're the worst. The oh, poor me attitude yeah, gets old ew. very fast. Ew, that is vom. Um, that is vom coming up my throat. I know I just said that I all I cared about was watching Nathan, Haley, and Lucas and Payton, but actually Haley drove me nuts at some point in yeah. the show. It's funny because she didn't used to, and then, like, me and Paul were, like, watching a couple episodes, and I was like, can she just, like, calm her ass down? Yeah, can, she could be really she annoying. She could be kind of, like, the neurotic wife to my boy Nate Dog. I'm like, just let him yeah. go play basketball. Here's the thing, though, <laughs> is, like, I totally 1,000% agree with you, but then at the same time, I'm like, I didn't want Nathan with anybody else but Haley. Exactly. You that know? was the thing. I didn't want him with anyone like, else Like, I either. shipped them so hard. Like, yeah, they, I was same. like, they have to be together. Oh, yeah. They like, have to be together. Like, I, I love them their relationship yeah. that was the one thing that saved Haley was their relationship exactly and like i just hate when like they would try to like make her out to be a saint sometimes yeah and like nathan yeah. would bend over backwards sometimes to like make the relationship work and repair it yeah and give her everything she wants in life honestly <laughs> honestly like i think the point where i liked Haley the most was in season three when she like has to kind of she has to like convince for him. nathan like that like she wants to be with him because yeah. she like again spoilers she like majorly messes up and like leaves him and cheats goes on, on tour him. like cheats on him she kissed chris keller um and then she comes back and he's like no nah, i'm done but she like has to really fight for him and that's when i liked her the best yeah and it's it was kind of refreshing too because it's like Haley's kind of introduced to be like the saintly one and nathan yeah, like, has just to... like the good girl yeah. always does what she's supposed to really smart yeah. great friend like that and sort nathan of thing. has to be the one to like fight for her and try to win her over so it was kind of nice seeing yeah like, the opposite yeah because at that. the beginning she's like nathan's kind of a jerk and she's like i don't like jerks like mm-hmm. you're really mean to my like your brother and my best friend like lucas you're not a good guy blah 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 and then he kind of has to win her over and then she ends up having can to win I, him over. Can I do the... I, I wanted to do it, okay? Oh, yeah. Okay, 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 okay. So, um... Act P- it out. Act P- it out. POV, you're Nathan in One Tree Hill. <clears throat> Haley! <laughs> like, every time, like, Haley! she's mad, he's, like, stomp... He, like, runs after and he's like, Haley! <laughs> Haley, I, I'm sorry! I'm trying to be a better guy for you! <laughs> she's like, you know what, Nathan? <laughs> Uh, oh it's the best um also i just looked up on reddit favorite chris keller quotes and this one makes me laugh so hard so for the first person talking is skills and they go up to like a cop or whatever and he goes excuse me sir we're looking for a friend of ours kind of goofy looking kid big lips spiky hair and then chris keller goes needs ass (laughs) and the cop goes marvin mcfadden and then chris goes damn our guy's name is mouth (laughs) chris keller is just so funny like he's such a a savage he's the worst and the best when he just showed up in that tour bus randomly in that random town that was so that was really funny the best yeah he was good comic relief yeah um also do we want to talk about like most outrageous plot lines of the show like it just gets nuts you guys let's quickly get let's quickly let's quickly go over that so i like number one i have is like everybody just becomes famous like all these main (laughs) characters like everybody gets famous like lucas writes a freaking book that like (laughs) is a bestseller that like becomes a movie and it's Um, called an unkindness of ravens Ravens. it's talking about his basketball team that is it's bad yikes anyway yeah so lucas becomes like moody writer (laughs) dude trying to be john steinbeck and then um Peyton is like owner of a super successful like record company record yeah record label record label and like music girl and then Brooke Davis literally launches a fashion line becomes like the youngest fashion designer ever <laughs> like has her like huge company million dollar company yeah. yeah and then um Haley's like a famous singer <laughs> what and then and then uh Nathan's like on the in the NBA or almost NBA anyway you kind of find out like that whole thing in the show that's a whole plot line but yeah like they literally all become famous <laughs> i'm like all the, these like six friends from tree hill all become famous like really it's just the power you know <laughs> it's the power it's the power of the one tree hill student body yes and then number two um later in like season 
four or something of the show, Haley and Nathan have a kid together and they hire a nanny <laughs> and she's like super hot. She actually plays, um, she actually plays the big sister to Spencer in Pretty Little Liars. That's right. Yeah. Melissa, I think is her name on that show. Anyway, but in, in One Tree Hill, she's Carrie and nanny carrie okay so she's jamie their son's nanny she tries to like make out with nathan like she shows up like naked in his shower she wants to replace Haley. she wants to replace Haley essentially like so she ends up kidnapping jamie (laughs) and then like dan so nathan's dad so jamie's grandpa like tries to save him and then she ends up like kidnapping dan (laughs) which is so funny because she's this like itty bitty thing Thin. and he's just and he's this like this big, huge, huge like man dude. like super tall super like she like knocks him out and, and then like and she like um handcuffs him to like a, this hospital bed that she has in her house and yeah. just keeps him there she like keeps him there she like breaks his legs <laughs> <laughs> and then like she tries to freaking kill him like <laughs> and then he ends up like he ends up Please. shooting her yes he does <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> please. Caps her. He totally kills that bitch. He's like, don't come after my family. I'm screaming. Oh my gosh. Okay, I'm so sorry. I'm like totally taking this over. Another favorite plot line is that <laughs> Dan needs like a heart transplant mm-hmm. and he finally gets a heart like they like contact him on the beeper and he's at the hospital and like the guy ca- carrying in the heart like one of the paramedics carrying in the heart trips on and this a dog's leash on this dog's leash and then the heart falls out onto the floor of like this hotel lobby and then the dog eats, eats the heart, heart mm-hmm. that was supposed to be for dan honestly incredible incredible (laughs) writing like they just knew how to keep us on our toes they really did oh my gosh it's so good okay sorry i'll Um, let you get into your favorite plot lines psycho derek was insane psycho derek so psycho derek pretends to to be peyton's half brother you find out more that she's adopted and so she there's one point in the show where she tries to track down her real like father and mother and just figure out who her real family is yes and he comes in pretending to be her half brother and he becomes obsessed with her because peyton has this like kind of video camming thing almost like a podcast almost like a podcast and he like followed her on that and became obsessed and because she talks about her life on that show she was mentioning that she may have had a brother and he's like now's my chance to pretend to be her brother um so yeah he was crazy really obsessed with her um that was which that was stalker. Nuts. His yeah. name was literally Psycho Derek. Like it's yeah. funny that that was his title. It wasn't just like, oh, this guy. <laughs> it, his name was Psycho Derek. You know, he was Psycho Derek. Yeah, that was nuts. I'm like, and then the funniest part is like, um, because he comes around like two times in the show. The first yeah. time, like Lucas is like figuring like trying to protect Peyton, and he like comes over to her house because he realizes she may be in trouble, and then out of nowhere. Her real half-brother, Derek, the real Derek, comes in, and he and Lucas push Psycho Derek out, out the, the window. window. <laughs> and, he, and then he lands on, like, their front yard, because, like, he's, like, trying to attack Peyton, and then they come and save her, <laughs> and then they push him out the window. And he, like, lands on the front yard, and you think he's, like, totally knocked out, like, down for the count. They call the police, and then when the police get there, Psycho Derek's gone. He's dun, disappeared. Dun, dun. Yeah. Which I'm like, guys, why don't you keep an eye on that, Yeah, dude? why don't you tie him up? Like yeah really like you just like are gonna be like okay he's good like no like you keep an eye on him until the cops yeah. get there oh that was so funny. yeah no that was um, nuts that was a nutty storyline and then i thought it was crazy major spoiler alert um i thought it was insane how dan just freaking caps keith in the school hallway yes i was like what the fuck like like what <laughs> no that was nuts like, keith he just kills him he just kills him because because yeah because he he's just like he was feeling a little territorial a little jelly he was oh yeah because at that point keith, keith and karen, karen are engaged yeah they're, because they're karen, together because you find out it's actually really cute keith like has always kind of had a crush on karen he's always loved karen. he's always loved her and you're like oh like underdog brother loved yeah. his brother's girl his brother's girl and like basically raised his brother's son and like was so good to them and yeah yeah but that was crazy that was nuts um 
And then, yeah, the, the fact that Skills dated Nathan's oh, mom yeah. was weird. Yeah, that was really um, a strange and plot then, line. Lastly, there's, like, this part where um, it's, like, right after Nathan and Haley have just gotten married and they're driving. Oh, yeah, they get married in high school, too. That's another thing. They get married their junior... Nathan and Haley decided to get married their junior year of high school after Nathan emancipates himself from, himself yeah. from his parents. But anyway, um, just to briefly summarize, they like it's literally right after they got married and they're driving to their honeymoon destination and they, <laughs> they're driving over this bridge and this other car comes at them head on. You find out later that it's like two other characters you know. Um, yeah. I don't want to get into it, but they like swerve to miss this... Um, other on- car oncoming car and the oncoming car falls into the river that's underneath the bridge underneath yeah. the bridge and then um nathan gets out and he's like that was my uncle and Haley's like don't you dare jump in and then he turns to Haley's like i love you and, <laughs> and then, he, then he swan dives into the river and then Haley's just like on the verge like screaming Screaming. yeah and then lucas gets there and he's like Haley, what happened yeah (laughs) Haley. anyway Anyway, it's so good sorry if we like just spoiled everything for you but really like if we haven't spoiled anything you just gotta watch the show like you just gotta watch it it doesn't even matter if you're spoiled because seeing the actual scene is (laughs) such an experience it really is such a treat it is such a treat okay all right here we go fan fiction time okay so i found these on tumblr because all the other ones i found on like wattpad were like a hundred thousand words like people be writing full novels like i was like yo Damn. yo i cannot i cannot turn this into a 60 hour podcast <laughs> of me just reading this wattpad story about freaking nathan scott also i like i was getting i was giving myself a little bit of, of secondhand embarrassment typing in um one tree hill fan fiction on my computer <laughs> i was like it's for a podcast okay it's not like i like it's not like i'd like to read this <laughs> it's not like i want to be with nathan bookmarks <laughs> like three of them oh my gosh okay so these are from tumblr because they were a little bit shorter okay so the user who wrote this one was was uh leo's moon all right, and this one's about Nathan. I got a Nathan one, and I got a Lucas one oh, for our Nathan girls and our Lucas <laughs> girls. <laughs> girls and gays and guys. Okay. okay. All right, next. Okay, here we go. So you, he's like, you are putting yourself in this situation with Nathan. So like, let's pretend Haley doesn't exist. It's this is, y- it's this you is and Nathan. Your point of view. Yeah, you're putting yourself in, in with Nathan. Okay. Mm-hmm. Nathan watches as you talk to What's-His-Face. He's disgusted by how the guy is trying to pull you close, trying to lean in and kiss you. <laughs> Nathan is happy that you're not giving in to any of his advances, but he's disheartened that you're not walking away. You and Nathan weren't official, but he at least expected you to act like you two were. He's been good about not flirting with other girls, and he expected you to be the same. But it looks like he'll have to take matters into his own hands. Oh, no. (laughs) He gets up from the couch, taking his beer with him and walking over to you. Hey, he says. You and the guy turn your heads. You smile at Nathan, glad to see him, while the guy is annoyed that he's here. Hey, Nate, I thought you were watching the game. You say, oh, no, you say, hey, Nate, I thought you were watching the game. You say... He shakes his head. I'd rather watch something more interesting. He eyes you up and down. You don't oh. miss the glance. He sends the guy. You stop yourself from rolling your eyes or making a comment. You know Nathan is just being territorial like he always is. You thought he would stop there, but he sits down at the island table. Then he grabs your waist and pulls you down onto his lap. <laughs> Please. I can't. I can't. Your face warms up and your heart begins to raise. You look down at his hands that are gripping your waist. They have a hard hold on your body, enough so you can't budge, but you don't want to. <laughs> Honestly, oh, read, read. I mean, <laughs> I mean facts. <laughs> I mean, so true. Am I right? So true. So true. Your eyes trail up his arms, seeing the prominent veins on his forearm. He's flexing his biceps, which embarrassingly makes you a little faint. (laughs) Swoon. (laughs) You've never been one for swooning over muscles, but Nathan Scott is an exception. So true. (laughs) So true. So true. You finally look at Nathan's face. He's hardcore staring at the other guy, challenging him with his eyes. (laughs) 
please. As silly as you think this is, you can't help but be more attracted to him. There's something so heartwarming and ego-filling about a guy like Nathan Scott fighting for you. Hey, what's your problem? The guy asks. Nathan just shrugs. Just got my girl in my lap. What's it to you? <laughs> the guy... <laughs> yeah, what's it to you, huh? I'm sitting in Nathan's lap. You got a problem with that, huh? <laughs> Literally, the only person who has a problem with this is you. All right. Right? The guy rolls his eyes. Whatever. He then walks away. You sigh and sag your shoulders, causing Nathan to raise his brows. What? You sad he left? You shake your head. Nope. I'm sad you didn't kiss me in front of him. Ooh. Nathan smirks and looks to the guy who still happens to be looking at you. Don't mind if I do then. <laughs> <laughs> don't mind if I do. Wow. I don't mind at all, Nate what, Dog. What a man. <laughs> Nate Dog. Love Nate feral for nate dog okay bark, so bark. that was for nathan or nathan i was our nathan people. i rate i rate that one 10 out of 10 <sighs> also i wish i could act this one out me too i wish i could oh. oh i just i wish we had i wish we had a full like camera crew team right now to, like, act <laughs> i that wish out. we could hire the actors <laughs> like nathan james like get james lafferty on the phone <laughs> oh my gosh i cannot i'm my face is like my cheeks hurt. Oh. All right. So this is our Lucas one. Um, this is from, again, Tumblr. And the user is Bart XN Hood. Perfect. Maybe I should play your name. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay so they have your name in this one. So you insert your name. Um, okay. Do we, we want to just say your name or do you yeah. want to insert like your own name? Like insert Claire. Cl- we got to insert Claire. Okay. So we you'll be make- Claire. Okay. And then I'll be the other characters. I'm just playing myself. Yes. Yeah, so you're playing okay. Claire slash your name if you want to insert your own name into this one you can do that <laughs> and my boyfriend is lucas in yeah the story, yes and so i'll be lucas and then like I all think the other characters. all the other characters that Kay. are possibly in this one okay here we go all right. all right hey claire can we talk you held the phone to your cheek with your shoulder as you finished writing down a note for homework what's up your friend Haley called you up claiming she had to talk to you are you and lucas okay yeah why did he say something well it's just... So there you sat in silence on your boyfriend's bed while confronting him, picking at your nails as he leaned against the door. How's your mom? You tried initiating a small conversation. Good. She loves Italy. Missing home, though. You I, nodded. Yeah. You picked at your nails. Is there something you want to tell me, Luke? He blinked, trying his best to see if he missed anything. Haley called me this morning. You trailed off, leaving him hanging. She told me that she saw you and Brooke out last night while she was closing up last night. The room fell silent. How could you cheat on me with my best friend, Luke? You were fuming. The man who once told you, it's you, it's always you, had betrayed you. Out of all people, Luke, her? He refused to hold eye contact, searching the floor for any excuse that could come to his mind. But he said nothing. He couldn't get the courage to face you. Do you love her? (laughs) The dreaded question. He could answer truthfully that yes, he did love her and ultimately break your heart or lie and save you from another heartbreak. Lucas opened his mouth, trying to form the right words. But when he met with your eyes, he fell silent, answering your question. You blinked away the tears now falling, a dry laugh escaping your chest. You're pathetic, Lucas Scott. Grabbing your coat and bag, heading for the door, you stopped as you grabbed the handle, turning to face him again. Look at me in the eyes. (laughs) Tell me you never loved me. Tell me that I meant nothing to you. Tell me that this was all a lie. Lucas chewed his gums, staring into your beautiful eyes. I never loved you. Lucas, that was actually a sad one for our Luke that girls. Was, oh I was gosh. I was expecting expecting some like domestic. Maybe he and I like yeah, no. cook some cookies. Maybe we like Mm-mm. maybe I watch him coach his basketball team. No, nope. no, I didn't expect to to break heartbreak. up. Heartbreak! Wow, heartbreak! Damn it! To be continued wow. is what we say for that one. Yeah, damn sorry, it. Luke girls. Damn. He cheated on you with Brooke. Okay. <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, that about wraps it up for us today. It does. 
That was amazing. That was such... Um, I'm so glad we did that. One Tree Hill deep dive. Guys, if you have not watched One Tree Hill, you have to. That is your homework. That's your homework. At least watch the first Seasons season. Seasons one through nine by next week. Yeah. Sorry. We want a full report. Mm-hmm. Email us mm-hmm. at so true Pod. <laughs> we get like <laughs> all these emails of like One Tree Hill book reports. Oh my gosh. Or like their fan fiction recommendations. Please. They like send us all of those. Oh my gosh. Emails. That would be so funny. I was hanging out with my friends the other night and one of my friends was like... I think I'm about to start reading some fan fiction again. <laughs> and I was like, you're so real for that. You're no, so real when for people, that. When people are brave enough to admit that they have read or do read fan fiction, I'm like, good on you, Honestly, man. they are doing the Lord's work. Like, I'm like, thank you. I salute you, soldier. Or people who write fan fiction, people just be putting out that that content for free. Yeah. Guys, get that bag. Get that, get that bag. Okay? You're doing the community, you're doing the world a service. You really are. Writers. You really are. Man, I read some good One Direction fan fiction <laughs> back in the day. I remember being 14 years old at like 3 a.m. scrolling Tumblr reading Niall Horan fan fiction. <laughs> Um, where all my Nile girls at yeah i remember <laughs> um i don't remember reading it a ton but i remember like going on to wapad and searching up styles uh from teen wolf uh, oh fa- stop. that's so, so good yeah, um i love it yeah. iconic absolutely iconic absolutely Oh, man, guys. Thanks so much for listening this week. Again, you can follow us on Instagram at SoTruePod. Um, and then you can also subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss an episode every single Tuesday. So True Tuesdays. Um, anything we want to close with? We, we got it. We good. Go Ravens. Go Ravens. And go Nate Dog. Bye. Bye. Bye.